Hey, Real Nerds listeners, there's many ways you can interact with the Real Nerds podcast. You can email us at realnerds at gmail.com. You can hit us on Twitter at Real Nerds. You want to check us on Facebook? You can just look for Real Nerds Podcast. You want to leave us a voicemail? Just call 720-6NERDS5. You want to listen to our episodes? You can check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. I'm Andre Gower. And I'm Ryan Lambert. And you're listening to Real Nerds Podcast. is Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast of Denver Pop Culture Con and voted by Denver Westward as one of the 10 best nerd-tastic podcasts. Why are you shaking your head? It's true. That is just poor journalism. They didn't even bother to reach out to you guys for a quote or anything. They just pulled the thing my, off my the My awesome uh, bio off the website. <laughs> we actually did an interview with them at Pop Culture Con. And they, mm. they mentioned some of that stuff in their little... Uh, byline. What is, what is that what that's called when it's that small? I don't know. Brief. Sure. I guess we should update our bios to like put in more congratulatory stuff about ourselves. We should. We should. <laughs> when they do pull it. I'm going to. I'm going to be like, uh, you know, moderator for following panels. I'm going to list all the celebrities I've met and, you know, just really drive it home that I'm a narcissistic asshole. <laughs> that's my goal. Also, what kind of journalist spells my name wrong? I don't know. See, not good journalism. How they spell your name wrong? Two R's, one N. Well, to be fair, Corinne is a really weird name to spell. They clearly looked at the website, though. I bet they looked at the most important one. They got Ryan, and everything else is just. You yeah, know, you know what? I think I have like a bio for you at the bottom of the page, so we should probably get on that. Yeah, I should probably update mine too. I mean, they did take my quote from there, my <laughs> totally dumbass quote. First in line, <laughs> <laughs> realer. That's from, that's you that's literally ten eight years, years ago. ago. Ten yeah, years ago? Ten years ago. I'm like, I'm going to be funny. And now it's forever in Denver print of my cleverness. Uh, it's good enough for Denver Westward. What's their circulation compared to your circulation? I have no idea. <laughs> Just kidding. They're also backed by like this national conglomerate of, so like LA Weekly is the same as the Westward. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're not I as mean, homegrown as they think. I mean, you can tell it was, it was pretty sloppily put together. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I, they clearly just, like, Googled, like, Denver nerd podcast and then just picked top, like, picked ten of them. Someone had a Friday deadline. <laughs> yeah. Or well, they're just, like, kidding, we love just, Westbrook. It's, yeah. it's more magazine, and, I mean, they tend to lean more that way, so. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're still mentioned, and that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Um, We're at, not as obscure as we thought. No, I don't think so. I mean, people know us. It's weird when people know us. Because you think you're, you know, not cool. But I am cool. I mean, look how sick I am today. I'm literally, like, leaking out of my right <laughs> eye. I was at breakfast this morning, and um, I was just talking to, like, people. And, like, water came out of my eyes, and, like, mucus came out of my nose, like, uncontrollably. It was disgusting. <laughs> and usually when like, CDC rolls in and the outbreak happens. Yeah, I'm literally patient zero. <laughs> And I, I had to get, uh, we're doing a trick-or-treat parade, so I had to go get candy at Walmart, and I went and got it, and I came back to the office, and I was like, uh, I'm out of here. <laughs> My eye hurts. Anyways, on Real Nerds Podcast, we go see a new movie, and we podcast our experience of the world. This week, 
ish. We went saw Zombie Land two double tap, or just Zombie Land double tap. The two is in like the logo uh, on the poster. The road makes a two. Oh, but it's that. not the official title. It's Zombie Land double tap is the official title. Yeah. Stay tuned to the end of the episode. We'll tell you if you should see the film and spoil the movie. I'm going to talk about movies we've been seeing, movies that are coming out on Blu-ray, movie news, and we also go around town with Brad. In a segment I call Going Around Town with Brad with Excite Bike Music. Hey, this week, uh, at the so the drive-in is done for the season, um, so I won't be reporting on that uh, until probably April or May. Um, but um, the Esquire Midnight's are still up and running, and uh, this Rocky week, Horror. That was last week. <laughs> the Room. That was also like two weeks ago. Halloween. That was a f- month ago. Nightmare on Elm Street. That was like two or three weeks ago. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I'm just going with their old reliables. Yeah. November 1st, I think, and 2nd, is The Addams Family. Oh. So The, the Raul Julia one? Yeah, the live action one. Man, I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. Not the terrible one, as Ryan <laughs> <laughs> put it. Uh, Laura saw that movie with me. Uh, how was Adam's Family? Uh, if I was six, it would have been awesome. It was boring <laughs> a- It was boring AF. You used it correctly. Yeah, yeah, I I know that stuff. All right, calm down, hipster millennial. (laughs) All right, um, yeah, I should also point out um, the audio sounds different on this episode because we had a really hard time getting this episode together. Yeah, the Denver, Denver, the weather in Denver has been awful, and I, you know, trying to find a place, and I want people driving up here. Corinne got stuck last week. Um, I was literally on my way to see you on Monday to do the episode, and then work texted me and said, like, hey, we need to do a photo shoot at 7 p.m. I was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And then yesterday, man, it was bad up here. Like, it was, the snow was blowing sideways, and... It's actually way more melted than it is in Genesee here. Is it really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I heard, like, down there is pretty bad right now. So... We must be in a pocket. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, the roads were fine, but just the amount of snow that was in the trees compared to here is, Mm -hmm. yeah... Night and day. My mom moved back to Genesee. She's really excited. Where was she before that? Uh, well, she was in Genesee. They went to Green Mountain. Now she's moving. She moved back to Genesee with my grandma. My grandma is living in an old folks' home, and Aww. now she got a house with a mother-in-law basement apartment. I don't know what you call it. Has its own like kitchen and everything. So yeah, mom's excited. Genesee is yeah. a nice place. It is a nice place. That's where I first met Brad. Not at Genesee, but that's where he lived. Yeah. I remember your house vaguely. I remember I, when you came in, you had the stairs were right there, and you had to go down them, right? Uh, Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely when you walked in, there were stairs going up. Yeah. And then the basement was just around the corner. Yeah. Um, but I drove by there a couple uh, weeks ago when it was sunny and nice out. Yeah. <laughs> and next, they, hang on. Next week will be good. And uh, whoever's been living there removed the, the jacuzzi from the back yeah. of the house. So, I guess... Fine. Yeah. Jacuzzi's are kind of pain in the ass to keep up, though. Yeah. I remember my grandfather had one, and it was always balancing the chemicals and the heat. and. Yeah. But why would you, like, just cover it and not use it? Like, why would you just completely get rid of it? I don't know. It's not like there was, like, a pen for, like, dogs or something in this place or something, so. Huh. Anyway, yeah. back to movies. Yeah, <laughs> movies. Corinne. Um, I'm not oh, done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
Oh, that's right. You do have something. I do. Sorry. Yeah. November 10th at the Bug Theater, uh, 7 p.m. The fifth anniversary screening of Jean-Claude Van Damme's Damn Van is happening. And there will be not just the movie, but 45 minutes plus 35 minutes. There's two special features that we're playing. They're behind the scenes and bloopers stuff. Cool. I can't wait to buy the Blu-ray there. I hope I hope you can. We'll see. I still have to finish that music video. I still can't believe it's been five years. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. It doesn't. And yet it is. And here we are. Um, yeah, it's been finally going back and looking at that stuff. But yeah, it's crazy that, you know, it's before half the decade. Yeah. And it just seems like the last five years have just accelerated. Yep. So, yeah, check that out. It's free um, to attend. and uh, There'll be swag there. Yeah, and you gotta buy your own concessions, but whatever. Stuff we all get. Helps the bug. Yeah. Yep. Cool theater. And uh, now it's gonna, it has their new screen and everything, right? Yeah. So, yeah, when it originally screened, they didn't have the 5.1 surround system. They had the smaller screen. So now we're actually gonna watch it as intended. You're literally gonna get your head blown off by literally. the new sound system. <laughs> yep. yep. So wear a head protecting put, sound system helmet. Yeah. Put earplugs in and then cover your eyes. Yeah, and don't say we didn't warn you. If you go there and your head literally explodes, then... Treat the film like the Ark of the Covenant, and you'll be okay. <laughs> and you'll be good to go. Yeah. Don't look directly at it. At certain points. You want to watch it, but... There's... It's so badass that... <laughs> yes. yeah, you think that's going to keep you from experiencing it fully, but trust me, it's so badass that it permeates. <laughs> you'll go blind from overexposure to pure awesomeness. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Warning, no decision is not responsible for any... <laughs> <laughs> head explosions. <laughs> literally. Yep. <laughs> It'll look like the Kingsman in there Ooh, when it's done. That'd be fun. And uh, yeah, that's what's going on around town. Corinne, do you have a Catching the Classics for us this week, or are we just... Nope, because I'm here. Oh, okay. Well, I had a whole new theme song I was going to sing in my sickness, but no, well, no, we're good. save it for the weekend, I guess. Yeah, I really don't have something. I was totally going to make it up like I make up up all yours. Yeah. <laughs> this is not Catching the Classics, because I'm here. Yes. Oh, uh, Yes. These movies are coming out yesterday on Blu-ray. DVD releases and Blu-rays. American Werewolf in London, Arrow Edition, should be in my post in the next couple days. Um, I ordered it because uh, this guy I met, uh, he writes liner notes for Rod Stewart and his albums, and he's um, also a really big movie buff. And I didn't know if I wanted to get it. And he sent me, he's like, dude, it's like restored and all the like extras are awesome. I'm like, oh, all right. And then when I ordered it, it was coming out Tuesday. And then on Amazon, there's like a week and a half. So I guess it was so ordered that they're backstocked. But they sent me a text today saying it's going to show up tomorrow. So they overnighted it. <laughs> wow. Yep. Uh, the, the really, really big release literally is uh, Godzilla from Criterion. Oh, yeah. oh, so the, not King of the Monsters. No, it's uh, so Criterion for their Thousandth Spine is doing something really cool. I don't know if you've seen this. It's like magazine size. Mm-hmm. And it's, I forget how many films, 11 films. It's so a it's, lot. So it's from like the first Godzilla, basically his whole run through the Japanese uh, movie studio. And it's really cool, like pop art. And uh, each page has a story about the movie. And uh, they restored all the movies. Uh, it's really cool looking. Um from Shout Factory, Scream Factory, The Blob, Collector's Edition, 1986, I think. Sometime in the mid-80s. It's a movie that hasn't been on... Oh, fuck, dude. Uh, My password is literally 
like I never changed it, so it's what's ever on the bottom of the. All right, I can't look at anything up. There. All right, <laughs> I can send it to you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, Laura has it. Because it's because I never changed it. It makes Laura mad, and it's like twelve characters long. Uh, also on 4K, um, two studio classics: um, The Wizard of Oz is on 4K, um, which uh, is getting amazing reviews. They say it looks stunning in 4K. Um, I don't like the uh, the art for it, the, uh, but uh, Best Buy has a really cool steel book um, that I would get. If... Is it like an anniversary or like a big? No, like just 75 or something. No, just uh, so they're just doing the 4K and then the okay. 75th anniversary Blu-rays included with it. Um, but they went through and they restored the whole movie. Um, the guy on High Def Digest said it's uh, an absolute must-buy if you like movies. So wow. I always thought that if aliens ever came to Earth and they wanted to watch a movie, I'd show them The Wizard of Oz first. Why is that? I just, I feel like it's a classic and, you know, it kind of encapsulates everything about, like, the movie watching experience. Mm -hmm. That shot of where it transitions from black and white into color is just, even if you've seen the movie hundreds of times, it's still unbelievable. It's pretty amazing how they pulled that off. Uh, If you have the 75th anniversary like I do, they have a whole documentary about it Mm -hmm. and how they pulled that off. I mean, it's such a simple movie, but it's yeah. also, like... Oh, it's... I mean, it gives you plenty of time to get attached to the characters, and, mm-hmm. you know, the music isn't, like, super annoying, so even if you don't like musicals, I feel like you can yeah, get behind it's... The Wizard of Oz. I don't think it's a hardcore musical. It's one of those musicals that the numbers make sense within mm-hmm. the film. If if aliens come here, and you try to show a movie, I don't think you're going to be very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like, wow, you're still on cinema? We're like, we're on holograms. Like, <laughs> yeah. You literally are the movie where we're from. Um, well, maybe for more historical, yes, human um, historical relevance than necessarily for art. The other uh, really big classic movie is It's a Wonderful Life, which I just watched in 4K, and I was really skeptical um, watching that in 4K, because, I mean, it's a 1946 movie that's in black and white, and uh, yeah, it looks amazing. Uh, there's more detail in the clothes. Um, there's lots of texture. The blacks are really black. Um, yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's really clear. You can uh, at the beginning where they're just showing the establishing shots of the town. You can see like the neons and stuff. It's crazy. Um, so if you really like that movie, I recommend you check it out. I don't. It, you don't like okay. It's a Wonderful Life? Nope. Nazi. I actually think the history of how it became popular is more interesting than the movie itself. Really? Why don't you not like the movie? Just not your cup of tea? Not, I don't know. It's just kind of long and boring. And I feel like people mm. hype it up so much that I'm like, okay, it was a movie. <laughs> it's fine. Right on. To each their own, even if it's wrong. Um, <laughs> Batman Beyond, the cartoon, is the whole series is being released on Blu-ray, much Oof. like uh, the Batman animated series. Um I didn't get the collector's edition on this one um, because I like Batman Beyond. I like it as much as the animated series. So I'm hoping they're going to do what they did with Batman uh, where they're just going to put the episodes out and it'll be like $35 opposed to like $80. <clears throat> um, Red Heat, the Arnold Schwarzenegger awesome movie with uh, Jim Belushi. And by awesome, I mean it's okay. It's also coming out on 4K. Lionsgate releases really weird movies on 4K. A couple weeks ago, they put Daybreakers, that vampire movie, out on 4K, which, I mean, it's a cool movie, but it doesn't seem ripe for a 4K upgrade. But 
What do I know? Absolutely nothing. That's the answer. And that's really the big movies that are coming out on Blu-ray yesterday. Yeah, this is Wednesday. They're coming out this week. Yeah, still technically still, this week. Yeah. I mean, the Godzilla one's really cool, but even on sale on Amazon, it's like $170. That's a lot of money. Well, for 11 movies? I mean... Yeah, I mean... For 11 old, restored movies? No, I mean, I, I never uh, knock Criterion for their price. They do restore them, and they usually do an amazing job with it. So, if you really want it, I mean, if you're a Godzilla fan, you have to get it. Because... Yeah, where else are you gonna get movies like that? Where else are you gonna get Godzilla vs. King Kong restored in 2K? That movie is garbage. You've seen King Kong in that one? He looks like a dude in an ape suit. It's pretty awesome. Hmm. Probably because he was a dude in an ape suit. It probably was a dude in an ape suit. But I'll take stop motion uh, King Kong any day. Ah, uh, yep. Brad, you're able to get news up? I did. Cool. Let's do it. It's real news! Between the last episode, we had a Star Wars trailer drop. <gasps> Hell yeah, we did. That's right. Yeah. Final trailer. Looks good. It does. None of that will be in the movie, though. <laughs> nope. I I think it's really fascinating. They oh, have a lot of... I think it will of... be, because this movie's going to be hella long. Like you, you think they're going to... I don't know about minutes. them teaming up. I think the team up is going to be like a force thing. Or do you think they're actually going to be... Like, all the trailers in the past have had some like footage that's like just complete misdirection. Oh, yeah. it is... She's also got like a weird dagger, too. Like a yeah. Klingon Sith knife. dagger. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe it's an app, uh, like a dream sequence or something. Well, I mean, even with... Are you talking about when they destroy Darth Vader's... See, I think, that that's, yeah. I think that's at the very beginning of the movie. I think that's actually going to be like the first sequence is like her and Finn and Poe are going to go infiltrate the big Star Destroyer that Kylo's on. Her and Kylo are going to get into a fight and that's when she destroys it. And because if you look at it really close in the trailer, it kind of looks like he's reaching out, like he's trying to save it or something. Yeah, makes sense. And maybe yeah. like he was deflecting her, and it hit the the shrine. But so. maybe from his point of view, Darth Vader was the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, uh, the salt on crate just gets everywhere. <laughs> um, There's like say. moments though that when all the star destroyers start popping up, mm-hmm. and the background's all lightning and stuff. Yeah. I think this movie is going to look great. It looks spectacular. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. I mean, like, some most amazing shots. I'm, I'm guessing this movie is going to be awesome. I mean, the other two um, are pretty great. So, um, I mean, you already know how I think it's going to all end, so <laughs> I won't say much more than that. You're wrong. <laughs> also, like, who, who has to move the Darth Vader memorial around? Because in the past movies, it was, like, in a dark room, and then that shot, it's in, like, this bright white room. So, you know, Kyle's yeah. like, hey... Maybe he you just guys. updated his little lair. Yeah, like is he <laughs> carrying it himself or is he ordering Or that he's the only one left now, Kylo, so he's like, no, this is what, you know, the first order is going to look like. I'm going to have yeah, really maybe, white rooms with Darth Vader. Maybe <laughs> the first order made a museum of, maybe. like, all their Sith relics and stuff. I can feel it. Go check out my post on how I think The Rise of Skywalker is going to end on the Real Nerds <laughs> website. Uh, I guess the next big thing is that HBO Max announced yeah. their foray into the streaming universe to uh, compete with Disney. Um, and some of their standout, um, one of the ways they're going to try to uh, steal their thunder is they're going to be streaming uh, Rick and Morty and South Park exclusively. Yeah. Um, so that's got a pretty large p- couple of fan bases. 
Um, but they're they're going for fourteen ninety nine fourteen ninety nine a month, which doesn't beat the six ninety nine. No, the only reason I'm going to get it is because <laughs> funny story is uh, Laura's parents love HBO because they loved Game of Thrones, which is really weird for her parents because her parents are really um, um, nice and doesn't seem like a kind of because her mom is also she'll watch a movie and go oh that's violent <laughs> and you know Game of Thrones is literally people fucking and getting their heads chopped off for an hour straight. With, you know, occasional pauses for the political shit. And so they they had a Dish Network, and Dish and DirecTV, well now Comcast, are always in fights with uh, channels. So they dropped HBO during the last season of Game of Thrones. So her parents uh, paid me to put it on our Amazon account, so they just log on to, so I have HBO for free. So I will get HBO Max for free. <laughs> Because it's included in the subscription. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Game of Thrones and Star Wars, the showrunners David Benioff and D.B. Weiss have exited their Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Huzzah! <laughs> God, those guys. They, yeah. You don't like them? I, no. No? <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. No. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. I think they ran their own show into the ground on purpose. Um, so yeah, you also get all the Warner Brothers content with that, most likely. Uh, including, they're working on a Green Lantern TV show. Yeah. Uh, with Greg Berlanti from the uh, Arrowverse producing. Makes sense. Didn't Berlanti just sign like a $300 million like deal with him? I think he did. Yeah. So got to yeah. put that guy to work. <laughs> yeah, I would. I wonder which Green Lantern it's going to be, have they said? Right. Um, probably Hal Jordan, but uh, I did not read the article, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they know yet. I think it's, I mean, because the Green Lantern, there's so many of them. My guess, if I was them, I'd call it the Green Lantern Corps, and mm-hmm. I would just like... Each episode would be sweet if they would have, like, yeah. a new one. Like, a, more of an ensemble kind of deal. Yeah. I mean, in the iterations of Hal Jordan I've seen, he's just, like, super annoying, so... Yeah, I don't think he's the most popular one. I don't know. I don't really read Green Lantern, so I don't know. Yeah, and the article doesn't know either, so there you go. I think it's a little too early. Too early. Um, but they're also getting the TCM library, which is really cool. Oh, yeah. Mm. Turner Classic Movies. So. Maybe that's a way I'll finally be able to see Susie. The only Cary Grant movie I won't see. Because I'm not going to spend $54 on a Gene Harlow collection. Uh, speaking of uh, Game of Thrones and HBO, the Game of Thrones prequel series is dead. So it's dead? I thought they just announced the name for it. It's like Fire and Blood or something. Uh, that's So there's two of them, just to confuse everybody. Um, there was one that was just killed. Um, and then they announced the dragon one. Mm. So there was one with Naomi, Naomi Watts. Watts. called Age of Heroes. Yep. So that one's dead. And then they have dragon monster guy. No, I think it's like Dance of the Dragon or yeah, Fire and Dragon or something like that. Because it's more about Targaryens and people are conjecturing that it's going to be about the Dance of the Dragons, which was the Targaryen Civil War. Mm. I know what you just said, but it sounds cool. <laughs> it actually is pretty cool. I like dragons. Hey, uh, Halloween's tomorrow. That's right. Um, and that leads me into Paul Feig might be rebooting the Universal Monster movie franchise. Yeah, he was hired to do Dark Army, which we'll see. It's supposed to be like Bride of Frankenstein, I guess. I'm so, down. A little bit of comedy. Yeah, it should. I mean, Most Bride of Frankenstein has some comedy in it, too. Um, In Disney Plus news, they've announced a Lizzie McGuire reunion show. Oh, I didn't know people wanted that. Yeah, uh, I was waiting for the cricket sounds to start. Apparently, wait—is Hillary Duff alive? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. 
And Cardi B has joined Vin Diesel in Fast and Furious 9. Wait, who is Cardi B? She's like a rapper or something. Oh, okay. I don't know. Mm. The only reason I even knew... Oh, she's, she's in uh, Hustlers. I've seen her before. Oh, is she? Yeah. Or is that Jennifer... L- I don't... I don't no, know. she's in Hustlers. Okay. And it sounds like the first reactions for Greta Gerwig's Little Women are positive. You, you gotta be super stoked. I mean, I'm Little, go little Women is total garbage, but... <laughs> what? I'm just continuing this trend of just trying to get Corinne riled up. If it's not Kansas basketball, it's gotta be Little Women. <laughs> I'm not, like, a huge Little Women fan. You know? I don't know. I mean, it was in one of your film explosions. Yeah. Yeah, so that makes you a fan. I didn't see, like, a ton of movies that year. And also, it was really good. How <laughs> lucky are you? Like, we have to wait, you know, 10, 15 years to get Star Wars movies and yeah. uh, Turtles movies. And it's like, oh, we're going to make two Little Women movies back to back. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think you know what the world needs is more like, Little Women. I think it was, like, the 100th anniversary of, like, the book being Sounds published right. or something. So I think that's why. I don't think we're really a target audience of that. <laughs> well, why not? It's a classic work of literature, Ryan. It is. And I have read it in high school. Hey, Actually, video games. <laughs> video games? Yeah. Sweet. Hey, do you use PlayStation View? No. Not for much longer. <laughs> Shutting down January 2020 due to I, low user numbers. So that makes sense. Yeah, well, they said it was hard to compete because of all the other streaming stuff. I mean, you just mentioned HBO Max has all this content and PlayStation is really, oh, we can show you live TV channels. And it's probably because maybe Sony's going to develop their own Disney Plus. So oh, probably. Yeah. I'd be surprised they didn't. They want to brand it with something different than the video game stuff. So, yeah. yeah I think that's that's about it. I think we covered a lot of it. Man. Joker stairs have become a major tourist attraction in the Bronx. Yeah. I can see that. I was watching this video. I, sometimes I love the internet. And um, so... Uh, last week, people were putting different laughs with the Joker. So it was Peter Griffin, which was really funny. Um, and uh, who else did they have? It was, it was pretty amazing. It was a bunch of different iconic laughs. Um, but this week, uh, if you're a wrestling fan, there's a guy named Shawn Michaels, and his uh, theme music is uh, Sexy Boy. And so they put the Joker going down the stairs to it, and it totally works in rhythm. It's pretty funny. So yeah, you can find that on Twitter or you know YouTube and Laugh. We'll probably talk about the Joker here in a little bit. Awesome. Uh, I've been playing a lot of... Have you played Link's Awakening yet? Oh, I don't even have it. It's amazing. I have a really bad habit sometimes of when I can't sleep. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to turn on my Switch. And then it's like three hours later. You know, because in Zelda, you're just exploring dungeons. And like, oh, I can go here now. And I can explore this area of the map that I couldn't explore before. I love Zelda. Yep. We also watch movies throughout the week in a segment I call What We've Been Watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Corinne, what have you been watching? A lot, so we can go through it. Uh, I'll get Are they going to show Kansas basketball games this year? Are they under yes. sanction, too? I don't know. Oh, I mean, they're not going to make the tournament, because I know they can't. We don't know yet. <laughs> Who's calling us? I don't know, that's awesome. Are you calling yourself? No. That's weird. Uh, yeah, I'll go through the TV shows first. Uh, oh, God, if it's a blacklist. <laughs> well, I will mention that here in a second. But first, we'll talk about a show we both like, Ryan. The Good Ryan, Place. Ryan, put down the noose. It's okay, man. The Good Place. The okay, Good Place, okay. Ryan. You know, I just watched Kristen Bell on that Hot Ones, that hot wing eating challenge. Where it's oh, just dude oh and, yeah, I heard about that. You know, he's pretty fun. Like He's actually a pretty good interviewer. Hers and Paul Rudd's made me laugh. Kristen Bell seems like a person I want to hang out with. 
She's cool. I like season four so far. Yeah, they're it's fun. Five episodes in. I've seen two of them, but they're really fun. Yeah, I gotta I, catch I, up. I think they're moving at a pretty good pace, and I'm interested to see how the show is going to conclude. Yeah, I mean, I'm always behind because I watch it on Hulu, mm. and I keep on forgetting that it's actually on real TV. I'm gonna put it on my DVR, but I mean, it shows up on Hulu, so. Yeah, and so this is gonna be their final season. And, I mean, I have theories on how it's all going to end, but I don't want to spoil anything for, for you or for the listeners. That's so. right. So, you shut your forking mouth. <laughs> I've also been watching Perfect Harmony. Uh, I have a post about it on the Real Nerds website. It's okay. It's <laughs> kind of there. You know, it's funny if you're looking for something to watch. Superstore is also back. Um, those three are all on, like, back to back to back on Thursday night, uh. so I'll just watch them all at once. Um, Superstore has also been really good so far this season. Um, so I like that. Okay, let's talk about the blacklist. Oh my god, I'll be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> no, Ryan. Red Reddington. Just... It's okay, this show's so convoluted, I can't even follow it. Yeah, no kidding. Hmm. Uh, they're four episodes into the season, and I feel like they're already in a slump. And the... Is this the last season? No, they haven't announced it. I really hope it is, because... <laughs> I'm just, like, so tired of this show. I want them to just get it over with. But um, I think James Spader's contract is up at the end of this season, mm. so maybe they'll renegotiate, maybe not. TBD. Mm. But, um, yeah, I feel like they're already in a slump. The preview for Friday night's episode looks stupid. So I just... I'm, yeah, I'm in the. I mean, I, if you think it's stupid, there's no way you're gonna sell me on the show. If I'm in a love hate relationship with this show, I'm on the more on the hate side right now, <laughs> um, which is interesting because I've been rewatching on uh, Netflix. I've been rewatching Once Upon a Time, mm-hmm. which is a show I used to watch when it was like airing live on TV, and it is so different to like binge watch a show that you used to watch like weekly, and yeah. you know you'd have to wait. And week in between episodes, and now I can knock like three or four of them out in a day. I think twenty four is a perfect example of I, when I watched it week to week. I'm like, oh, this show's pretty good, but when you binge twenty four, you, this show's amazing because you don't have that gap, or mm-hmm. you know, you can immediately call back to the episode and whatever else is going on with it. You can pick up on more of like the recurring themes, yeah, exactly. and you're not so exhausted with like all the plot lines that don't really end up going anywhere, and the characters who are annoying, and you know it's more compact, so you just get it over with quickly. And so it's interesting because I've been rereading the reviews that um, on TV.com, Lily Sparks was one of the reviewers at the time, and she had some great reviews for the show when it was airing. And so I've been rereading the reviews as I've been watching the episodes. Mm-hmm. And it is very fascinating to like see how frustrated she was and I was at the time with the show. And now it's like, oh, you mm-hmm. know, you know, I see why I was frustrated, but now sure. I'm no, not because I know where it's going. And also binge watching makes a big difference. It does. It does. So, okay. So those are all the TV shows. Um, I watched Joker. I went and saw it at the theater. I got the uh, Regal Unlimited, so now I can like go whenever. Nice. And uh, you guys had talked about it, said it was really good, and other people said it so was So is the Regal good. Unlimited as many movies as you want, or they have a cap on it? I, I think it's supposed to be as many movies as you want. I don't know if they limit you to once a day. but okay. It's once a day. It's once a day? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I was just curious. And you can't share it. No, but I do because I'm a new subscriber or whatever, so I do have like a free ticket that can take somebody with oh, cool. me. So, um, but yeah, Joker was okay. 
I don't know. I feel like it was trying too hard. I really liked when it leaned more into the Joker origin story, which wasn't more until the end, like where you kind of started to see like the Batman elements and the like the Joker, like traditional Joker elements of like you know he's you know pers- you know an agent of chaos and um, just kind of a little insane in the membrane and you know violent. But anytime it was like, oh, Arthur's life is sad. It's like, great. Okay. I don't know. It was just, it felt like it was weirdly paced because it would be super mm-hmm. slow and then all of a sudden something like crazy would happen. And then it was like, oh, no, nope, we got to slow down again. He killed three guys. So now we have to have him dance really slow in a bathroom. I think, I mean, I, mean, I told also, you what we were talking was about. so exhausting. <laughs> uh, I was talking to you about it. I said, it's really divisive and I can see people going either way. I freaking loved the movie. Um, because I think it's a descent for someone into madness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody has a different interpretation. Brad and I had a different interpretation of the movie. And if it's a movie that gets people to talk, I think it's done its job. Mm-hmm. Whether you hate it or don't, I mean, everybody's talking about it. So, Well, and I saw it so late in the game that it, I think people had just hyped it up so much. That it happened, yeah. It just couldn't live up to the hype. But... I think Brad had mentioned something about like the whole idea of the Joker maybe being Thomas Wayne's son, and like that would make Bruce and um, the Joker half siblings. Which I was like, yeah, that would have been really cool. But well, then of course they. Well, I was so confused at why Bruce Wayne's parents are so old. <laughs> yeah, I was also like, why do they look like they're in their sixties? Yeah. I think they were always kind of old, weren't they? Were they always portrayed that? Well, in the past no, movies, they not were not necessarily. I mean, I maybe I could understand if his dad looked like he was in his 50s, but his mom looked like she was in her 60s. Yeah, you know, as long as you can fuck, you can still have a kid. I, I looked up the actors. Yeah. The dad is like 56 or something, yeah. so. You can have a kid before As a real person. I mean, yeah, you can, but it seems like a weird choice to. But if you're super rich and you finally made all your money, maybe it's a time that you're going to like time to have a kid. Yeah, story-wise, yeah. Yeah. That's possible. Um, but yeah, it also just leaves room for like Arthur to... Like part like one interpretation I thought was that um, Thomas because they made Thomas Wayne seem like such a jerk, and granted that's through uh, yeah. Arthur's prism, but um, you know it's entirely possible he has the resources to make all that stuff oh, go yeah. away and like and forge that adoption record and um, yeah that would be an awful thing for oh. Someone just started my podcast. No good what reason. Is, what is going on? That is weird. Um. You know, I, I have a coworker who saw it, and he, too, he, everyone interprets this movie differently. It's really fascinating. Yeah, and none of that can mean anything, because the whole ending almost seems that's, like he That's how he interpreted it, is that, spoilers, that he thought that the end, that the psychiatrist and the social worker were the same person, and they weren't. Um, they looked similar, but they weren't the same person. Um, and so he interpreted it as, it's all in his mind, even though he is the Joker, his origin is all in his mind like it's not a dc movie it's just some crazy guy who yeah, invented yeah, yeah, yeah. the joker and batman and all that stuff in that session yeah because i mean i still think like i don't i don't like the idea of them being related because um, i think that's cheap but i do like the idea of the joker being responsible for the death of his parents in an indirect way i think is really fascinating um but yeah i mean i liked it i can't wait to watch it again so did jerry right. like it hmm? did jerry like it um, yeah, he liked it. He was the one who was like, you should go see it. Like, you really need to give it a chance. Because when 
the f- trailers first came out, we were talking like, oh, you know, it's like glorifying all this like, you know, mental health like ridden violence or something, mm-hmm. and like all these people who are you know like, oh, this uh, the system is getting me down, and the only way I can rise up is through violence and. You know, unfortunately, we see that a lot in actual society. So yeah. we're like, we don't want to, you know, promote a movie that's going to, or we don't want to support a movie that's going to promote that even indirectly. But he was like, no, you should go see it. So. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the, I think people misread it, and, you know, because people were freaking out about it. Mm-hmm. And it is all about his his mind. It's not people around him aren't really doing it. I mean, there's also a make an argument that he actually really killed the people on the subway. Um. Did he actually kill the talk show host? I mean, that's all open for interpretation. Right. Because it could just all be in his mind. So we don't know. Nope. But, um, so, saw that. I also watched um, The Bishop's Wife on Netflix because nice. I was about to fall off. And nice. It's a Cary Grant movie. His um, pirouette is amazing. Okay. Where he, like, spins around in <laughs> oh, 360 yeah. and puts his hand out. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he's like, hey. God, he's such a Come with me if you want to ice skate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, it felt kind of like a little bit of a uh, It's a Wonderful Life ripoff. It is rip a little off, bit, yeah. Because even though it came out like a year later, but I was like, but It's a Wonderful Life was a commercial failure, so it's yeah. kind of weird why they would <clears throat> steal elements from that. But well, and The Bishop's Wife, be I think, was a pretty, pretty popular movie. If I remember reading the Cary Grant biographies correctly, I think it was Maybe one of the, the bigger time. ones. Yeah, I mean, at the time. Like, there was one of the big money earners that year. And yeah, I mean, it's really just, he's... He becomes the main character opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, George Bailey. It's the angel is trying to tell him, like, no, your life is great how you have it. And, you know, it takes his wife falling in love with Cary Grant to be like, oh, maybe my life isn't so bad. With, and his his name is Dudley. I was like, wow, that is yep. like the worst name for a character, for an angel who's played <laughs> by Cary Grant. Why not like William or something? Very regal, regal sound. yeah. Dudley sounds like Arthur. A- like a guy who like crawled out of the sewer or something, like a Joker head. <laughs> um, and then keeping the Christmas theme running, I watched Once a- Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, which Hell had been yeah. on Ryan's 1999 film Explosion. It's cute. It was also about to fall off Netflix. I don't know why they're like Disney. Well, Probably show up on Disney Plus. Yeah, maybe. Um, but so yeah, that was really cute. I cried like five times. I know, like the Mickey and Minnie story is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, the one, the first one with the Donald Duck and the nephews, oh, yeah. actually, I think I cried like three times during that one. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they're all really, really. It's good. just a really cute movie. Mm-hmm. It's one of those directed video movies that's really good. Yeah. That kind of. I mean, I think it's really popular, but it slipped through the cracks for I've me. I've never seen it. Yeah. I don't know why. Like, I always watch the Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. and I don't think I ever really saw any other the... Christmas Eve. The second one is okay, but it's they go to CGI characters, so mm. it loses like the charm of the hand drawn stuff. And I think that was the last time Mickey was hand drawn for a long time until the the new right. stuff that's come out. And I mean, for for something that's animated from nineteen ninety nine, I mean, it looks brand new. Oh yeah, no, it's it's a really well made movie. People should see it, especially like Christmas stuff. Yeah. So, and then the last thing I watched um, yesterday was Groundhog Day. Nice. It was only the second time I've ever seen it. Um, I remember watching it in college during, like, a snow day. Actually, I think it was Groundhog Day that day, like, February 2nd. How would you even know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, no, I'm kidding, right? But, yeah, I I, I didn't really like it when I watched it the first time, but I think I liked it better this time around. It's a fun movie. 
I like the premise of it necessarily more than the like the, the characters. Yeah. Like I don't. Eh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so good movie, I guess. Oh, then I man, I totally forgot. You find out that Goofy's wife died in that movie. It's sad. I I don't think they ever brought that up. Oh yeah, I think they did. If I remember right. No, I don't remember anything. Yeah, something like that. Why his mom's not around? Can't remember. Yeah. I'll watch it again. Kelda want to watch it again. So hopefully, I've watched The Nightmare Before Christmas like thirty times. I've never seen that movie. Yeah. So that's all I've been watching. Brad, uh, I'll be quick because we're we're on battery power on this episode. So, um, yeah, I watched a bunch of stuff, but I don't remember a lot of it. So I'll just more recent highlights. I rewatched Bubba Hotep. Nice. Probably for the first time since, I don't know, 2002, maybe? It's a goofy um, movie. It's a goofy movie. I forgot, like, there's so much setup establishing him as Elvis yeah. and his backstory <clears throat> that there's very little of the uh, mummy. At the... Yeah, it's kind of crazy because it's literally like a drama, and then it becomes a horror movie about a mummy that still souls. Yeah. So, yeah, a long setup to explain, like, why he's not Elvis, but Elvis. Anyway, um, but still pretty cool. Uh, Bruce Campbell looks great. Um, what else? I rewatched uh, Fears of the Dark, <coughs> which is like a French horror anthology, uh, but it's all animation. Um, and uh, I forgot the the book ending animation shorts um, are probably the most terrifying part of it because it's just some old colonial guy walking around with a pack of dogs, and he's like, like there's a dog for each horror segment they're gonna do, like. It, like for each segment, uh, it doesn't like directly relate to, but so there's I think there's four or five dogs, um, but like he'll let them go and uh, like one eats a child, one oh, mauls shit. another guy and like tears his stomach open, and this is all just pencil sketch drawing stuff, um, and it's it's pretty 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 cool, um, but good luck finding it. It's hard to find. Yeah, uh, I mean I remember you talking about this, but I haven't ever seen it. Yeah, well, how a, did you find it? I saw it at the uh, Shea Artiste, I think, but I bought it on DVD when it came out. So, um, yeah, there's another one where this guy falls in love with this girl, but he gets infected with like these this insect, or she does, and then um, she infects him and uses him as an incubator to grow more insects. Um, it's pretty uh, pretty nasty. So that's pretty cool. Um, Let's see what else. Yeah, I watched Ninja Scroll last episode. Yep. Yeah, that's all I can remember. I feel like I streamed some stuff, but yeah, we're running out of battery. So, Ryan, what did you watch? Um, the last Cary Grant movie I watched was Cary Grant's last film he made. It's called Walk Don't Run, and it's actually really funny. It's kind of a really light movie. Um, in it, he doesn't play the romantic lead at all. He's actually married, and he's trying to set up an Olympic. Uh, well, I mean, I guess the title ruins it. They, there's this long running joke. That this Olympiad at um, the J- Japanese Games uh, is in this event. He never says what it is, and it's like power walking or speed walking, whatever they call it. And then there's uh, this lady that they share an apartment with because they're trying to get a hotel, but no hotels are ready for him. So Cary Grant moves in with her, and and he's like, Madam, I am married. And so he has no interest in her, but he kind of plays Cupid between the two of them, and it's a really cute movie, kind of sitcom-y. Uh, but he's really he's really funny in it, and um, so it's kind of a cute little send off for him. Uh, it was good. I watched uh, Evil Dead in 4K, um, and it looks really good. Um, it's really cool because they didn't um, artificially enhance it; 
they just made it sharper, so there's still grain in the film. Um, but you can see uh, patterns on clothes more. The colors pop a little more. Uh, it's pretty well done. Um, rewatch The Town of the Treaded Sundown, the reboot, remake, sequel. It's a pretty violent, fun movie if you like slasher films. Um, Evil Dead 2 in 4K, which looks better than Evil Dead 1. Um, like I never noticed before, they have this shot after he cuts off his hand and it goes in the thing and he shoots it and then all the blood shoots out. When it comes back to the wall, you can see like yellows and purples and um, things like that. It's pretty awesome. Um, I went to the Alamo Draft House to see Dismember the Alamo. And um, this year it was five movies. Last year it was four. And I think because last year they showed Suspiria, the new one, which was like two hours and 45 minutes long. Um, but this one, each movie was about an hour and a half. Uh, the first one was called... Um, Oh, sorry, let me pull it up. I can't remember. It was my favorite movie I watched. Um, Contracted. And it's about this girl who is at a party and gets roofied and um, has sex with some guy. And she gets infected with something. And so it's like a body horror thing. And it's really, like, gross. But, like, the effects and the gore in it are really good. Um, and then it, it follows with gore. Huh? It follows, but with gore. Uh, no. No? No, it's... it's uh, I don't want... So the ending is a huge setup. So just know that she gets infected. And um, it's, yeah, then it becomes like a body horror thing. It's it's really good. Um, the second movie is called Blood from the Mummy's Tomb, which is an old Hammer movie. Um, it was all right. It's about this mummy that they find. Of course, she's like super hot. And they bring her back to England. <clears throat> and 30 years have passed. And she's still in the basement. Uh, well, so when they find her, she's like scantily clad and she's not decaying and she's been dead for thousands of years. I'm like, okay. Um, so they go back and this guy's daughter, um, looks just like her. So she's been reincarnated. Um, and it's just, it's typical hammer. I don't know if you've ever seen a hammer movie. It's Gothic horror. Um, so there's some blood, not really too much. It's more about the atmosphere and, um, hammer films It is all right. Um, the third film was the original Willard, uh, which Willard is an outcast and he befriends rats in his house. And then he soon learns he's able to control them and he uh, fights back against his employers. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty fun movie. Um, I recommend it if you want to see kind of a drama lead into horror uh, about an outsider who doesn't have any friends and becomes friends with rats. Um, the third one was horrible. It's called after death. It's an Italian Filipino American uh, movie it's like a zombie film, and I think it's trying to get by because it's so bad, and there's the gore's like pretty good in it. But those, so half the people are dubbed, and the other half aren't. It's like the old like King Kong or Godzilla movies, and it doesn't make any sense. The zombies they'll be like walking, and these mercenaries are on this island for some. I don't even know why. And uh, they go, yeah, eat this motherfucker, and they'll like shoot all these zombies, and then zombies will come from out of the frame, jumping on them. It's really weird, and it's not very well made. I think they're trying to be like, oh, this movie's so bad that you'll really enjoy it. And I mean, whatever. I did it. It's hard when you've already seen three movies, and then, then one is a total piece of shit. Um, and uh, and the last one was a 4K remaster of Centipede Horror, which is a movie that was shot in Hong Kong. So And it's about dueling sorcerers with centipedes, and it's not good. Um but I guess it's really infamous. Um, I mean, there is a lot of um, centipedes in it, and people die randomly. 
And then there's this really sweet part where uh, these sorcerers are fighting at the end, and they just keep on doing stuff like, <laughs> but they're not like one guy is trying to protect the guy who's being cursed by the centipede evil dude, and so then it cuts to the centipede evil dude. And he's pulling like fire. I mean, it's weird as fuck. Um, so yeah, if I had to like one critique of the dismember the Alamo, they should split that up a little more because the first three movies were pretty good and entertaining, but then it just crashed and burned, and you're like, this sucks. And when you have three more hours to go, you're like, fuck. Um, but the Parasite Pizza for the movie Parasite, it's like a Korean-style pizza. is amazing. So make sure you check that out. Um, and the last thing I watched this week is I watched the four episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, and it's a pretty fun little show. Um, it's fun because it gets you into the characters really fast um, without too much like backstory right away. And then they slowly start adding more layers to the show, um, which makes it really good. So yeah, I got only like ninety more episodes to go. I think. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. It's three seasons. Yeah, it's three seasons. But I was looking on the back of the Blu-ray. It's like sixteen hundred minutes. I'm like, holy shit! Are they hour-long episodes? No, they're like mm-hmm. twenty-five minutes huh. because they're like from Nickelodeon or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was fun. So yeah, I'll be keep on watching those. And the cool thing about the Alamo Westminster is they have the whole Mondo like uh, set. And I the got stuff. Yeah, I got the Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, soundtrack, which on vinyl, on vinyl, which was sold out if you bought it directly from them. Yeah, I was really hoping they'd have a Friday the Thirteenth one. They didn't have any. Uh, they don't do it. It's waxwork. Oh records. fuck. Yeah. So well, they had prom night too. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Gives a shit about that. Anyways, that's what I watched this week. Um, I forgot since I'll just say it's no, I guess right. we're gonna do an episode of it, but uh, I watched Jojo Rabbit. I thought we were doing um, that next week. Are, are we? I've, yeah, <laughs> you just said maybe, so all right, I'll hold on. Yeah, for like this weekend, yeah, yeah. So this the next week will be this, no, this weekend. weekend is yeah. Terminator. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Terminator. <laughs> It'll be the following weekend. Okay, I'll just say it was great, and it's it's, yeah. it's more comedy or it's more drama than comedy compared to like what we do in the shadows. Mm. Um, and then there's one heartbreaking point at the end just like Sweet. you're not expecting that. might see that tomorrow yeah so definitely go check it out anyway I'll see that and terminator tomorrow that'll be good oh maybe tomorrow's thursday i don't know what day it is anyways this week on real nerds podcast we saw zombie land double tap should people see zombie land double tap corinne sure I mean, if you like the wow, first... ringing endorsement. If you like the first one, I think you'll like the second one enough. But I mean, it's pretty by the numbers, and actually, parts of it are kind of annoying. But it's enjoyable enough to see. I don't know if I'd see it in the theater though. Mm. Well, I mean, I did. Normal folk. Yeah, I don't know. If normal. Yeah, wait till it's on DVD. Run it from the library. DVD, Blu-ray. Whatever. Brad, um, yeah, I, I, it's good enough to go see. Um, it's definitely still funny. It, I, I think what's missing for me is it's just not that fresh of a con- like thing anymore. Um, like there's been plenty of dissections of that genre at this point. Um, it was fun seeing those characters again, but the story overall wasn't that interesting to me. Um, and at one point, I was like, "Is the movie still going?" Um, it kind of dragged. For, there's a lot of scenes of them just. In like the same shot, just sitting in the car, uh, doing these joke sequences. That the jokes are funny, but it's just like too long for me for that idea. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. It was fun. It was fun seeing the characters again. Um, you know, it's it's hard to replicate the first one, 
Um, but there's moments in this one that I thought were pretty inspired and, and lots of fun, and the characters are always pretty fun to revisit. Uh, here's a trailer for, oh, go see it, for Zombieland Double Tap. It's been 10 years since the zombie apocalypse. Oh my God, we're back again. And this dysfunctional family. Merry Christmas. Do you know what I would like? I don't give a fuck what you'd like. Has survived by using their wits. Please forgive me, it's fake fur. And by following the rules. Rules are for pussies, nothing personal. How could that not be personal? That's like my whole thing. Yeah, you're right, it's personal. On October 18. What made you do it? And don't say the script. Can this be just between us? Drugs cost money. Didn't see that coming, right? New kind of zombies, stronger, faster, better adapted to the hunt. They are much more afraid of us than we are of them. You'll be the first to die, but I like your enthusiasm. You might die. Yeah, thank you for your sacrifice. From the director of Venom. Need a ride? Oh, yeah. And writers of Deadpool. Casablanca. Oh, God. Well, I think I would have made a damn fine president. I think those cigars were left over from the Clinton administration. Academy Award nominee Woody Harrelson. Let's kick some dick. Academy Award nominee Jesse Eisenberg. Right now? Right now. Academy Award nominee Abigail Breslin. You don't have weed, do you? Boom! And Academy Award winner Emma Stone. What the fuck? Zombieland Double Tap. Time to nut up or shut up. That thing's very 2009. <laughs> You realize after 10 years, like, how much zombies have, like, infiltrated, you know, pop culture. I mean, Walking Dead was 2010. So it's not as fresh anymore. I mean, we brought that up. But um, I think they make it fresh by, you know, the different zombies now have evolved. Which they didn't actually use a whole lot. Yeah, like, they, they made a big deal it. about naming the three types at the beginning. But they never show up, really, except for the ninja ones kind of yeah. at the end. So I thought that no, was going to be part, part of it. I didn't think the ninjas showed up at all. Or uh, they, the, they, they did when they the were T800s. Uh, the T yeah, so yeah, they made a big deal about the T eight hundreds, but and then the other two, but the T eight hundreds are really the only thing that really do anything in the movie. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean they have the Homer ninja and... the Homer makes an appearance at the end. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um can't remember. What's the second one? Homer Ninja. Homer Ninja T eight hundreds, right? No, no, what's, what's, the, what's, the, what's the smart ones? Uh Hawkins. Yeah, Hawkins, um, yeah. So yeah, there's evolved zombies in the, in the ten years later yeah, universe. I agree with Brad. I think, but for as much emphasis as they put on that in the beginning, you figured more of that would come. Yeah, up. I have to watch it again. I think they they kind of show up at that RV moment. I think they all do because the ninja one does show up at the RV one because it grabs uh, someone from underneath. Yeah, um, and one comes up from behind. Yeah. Uh, but I think we're just saying like it wasn't. Those. It was just. Uh, but he was, was just lo- that one scene. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. It was set up for something right. that's not really part of the story. It's just, yeah, a device, I guess, to yeah. further other things. Um, so yeah, and so now they're all living in the White House. Yeah, it's like a road trip movie because uh, <coughs> Little Rock goes off with Berkeley, uh, who's a douchebag. It's really funny. <laughs> um, he's like the hippie guy you expect. <laughs> Yeah, I really wanted the movie to focus more on Tallahassee and, like, Little Rock's dynamic. Because, you know, they kind of have this, like, pseudo-father-daughter yeah. thing going on. 
but it spent so much time doing this like awkward trite love story thing between Wichita and Columbus and then Madison <laughs> Madison, Madison is great. Madison was super annoying at first, but she grew on me. Oh, no, she was probably the funniest hilarious. part of the movie other than Tallahassee. <laughs> well, you know, when they leave her to die, <laughs> to die and then she's <laughs> driving the ice cream truck and she doesn't even know that they purposely left her behind. Yeah. Well and even when she started turning i was like she's just she has she's allergic yeah. like you yeah. can see her fe- face swelling up and stuff yeah and then of course later when we see the two guys in the elvis place when they start turning yeah. they just start puking they don't really swell up or anything so i was like oh yeah so madison really was just having an allergic reaction yeah i don't think that's i don't think anyone's fooled by that gag like the <laughs> fact that they cut away and they don't show her getting shot like yeah, yeah she's like yeah we i mean i knew she was gonna come back you know yeah. at, um if I only, my one biggest critique of this movie, I mean, I thought it was really fun and I love seeing zombie movies again, is the Rosario Dawson, like, last minute save. I mean, uh, I mean it makes it cool when she smashes zombies in a, a monster truck, but, yeah. You can have a big ending. Yeah, but then it's also funny that Tallahassee always tries to get bigger cars and he can't drive them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's good. Yeah. I had lots of fun with the movie. I kind of like didn't like that Wichita like kind of caved to Columbus's. I, I guess. Yeah. Sometimes you don't realize what you got till it's gone. Also, if they've been living with each other for ten years, how do they not go by their actual names at this point? Um, and how does everybody else know to like say their pseudonyms or whatever? You know, Nevada or uh, Flagstaff or whatever. It might just be like a world thing. I never think about stuff like that. Yeah, I think it's just a joke device for the movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. You know, Abigail Breeslet is like, man, she's old and I don't know how old she is, but I'm still uncomfortable as her as an adult. So I'm like Tallahassee in that. Because, <laughs> you know, I still think of her as Little Miss Sunshine. That's <laughs> just me. I don't think she's really been in a lot lately, has she? I don't know. Not that I've seen. Yeah. Wonder if she got out of acting. Maybe to go to part. school or something. Because I know they do that sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, I've never yeah she was in something recently. I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't. I think like she was in Neighbors too. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think that's the last thing I saw her in. But maybe she's doing dramas or in school. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Like it, like Brad said, I think the novelty of the zombie has worn off. It's still fun. Yeah, like the first one, the whole movie was like a critique of the genre, like yeah. all the rules and everything. And this one is really just more about the characters and their dynamic between each other. And uh, yeah, it's it's both boils down to like Tallahassee trying to be a dad to what's her name, Little Rock, Little Rock, and yeah, obviously she's all grown up now and has different interests. And then Columbus and Wichita are having relationship issues, and yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. And there's jokes in between. Yep. I, I, I like the Bill Murray cameo at the end. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was fun. <laughs> it, it, it's a, a joke on them doing press junkets and being in Garfield. And, you know, it seems like he's really game, which in the Ghostbusters and his cameo in the new Ghostbusters, it looks like he didn't want to be there at all. And this one, it's he's pretty game and, you know, kicking zombie ass. I mean, he looks like he doesn't want to be there, but that's the but, guy. Yeah, 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 that's the Bill Murray look. But, you know, in the Ghostbusters reboot, he's not good in it, so. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, next week is Terminator Dark Fate. Looks fun. Yeah. Heard it's good. We'll see. 
Yeah. We've been told that for like the past three straight. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. I mean, I actually, I don't mind any of the Terminator sequels. I think they're all fun. Yeah. I can get... I thought Genesis was garbage. <laughs> yeah, I can get behind all of them. I didn't even mind the name. <laughs> it made sense. <laughs> yep. I've only ever seen T2 and Salvation. Yeah, T2's probably need to see. Um, Salvation's a little underrated. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I mean, I think the first Terminator is more of a horror food film because, I mean, Schwarzenegger's just a bad guy and he kills everybody. Um, mm-hmm. The second one's more of your action comedy. You know, I, I still... <laughs> it's a comedy. Yeah, and, and T2, it always cracks me up and... You know, they go through this huge scene and, you know, it's been really hard. And then he's like, I need a vacation. <laughs> totally out of place, but yeah. it still works. Yeah. You probably learned that from John Connor, like, yeah. while they're hanging out sure. the compound. Yeah, sure. It's not as bad as T3 when he's, like, rocking the Elton John glasses. That and true. Doing talk to the hand. Yeah, Dr. Don. Yeah, T3's still fun, though. They're all fun. That's cool that Linda Hamilton's coming back. Yeah, you know, I thought she wasn't in a lot of stuff recently, but I went into her IMDb page. She does a lot of voiceover work now, um, which, you know, it's cool. Easy paycheck. Mm -hmm. I'd do it. Good for her. Because she is a badass in T2. Wouldn't be an easy paycheck for you right now with your head cold. No, man. (laughs) But I'd come in and be like, "Uh, this week, my guy's sick. (laughs) I was thinking my character would be sick this week. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? I think it's a character choice. Well, well, maybe you you have the perfect voice when you are sick. Oh, maybe. Maybe. They need somebody with a deep, gross yeah, growl. And with the constant sniffling because I can't breathe. Man, it's so awesome. Perfect radio. Until next week. In two days. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Real Nerds Podcast is a production of Nebulous Visions Multimedia. Thank you to Sparks Mandrill and Plan 9 Studios for our kick-ass theme song. Also, if you're in the Denver area and you're looking for a cool place to see movies, we see them at the Alamo Draft House in Littleton and now also in Sloan's Lake. Thank you to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics for supplying us with all our comic needs, especially you, Andrew. You know who you are. And a big shout out to James's mom. I'm giving you an electronic hug that you can feel through the airwaves. Thanks for listening and have a nice day.